Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. We skipping the pleasure trees, all that shit. This is the last word with Greg and Kiker. Greg, I have a question for you. Let me ask. This is all because you're so happy that you lost. Yes, very much so. Here, you want this question? I guess. I don't have a choice. Who they say going to beat them Bengals? Because it wasn't Kansas City. Okay. This this was the joke you were ready. No, that wasn't even the joke. This no, is the question, question, question you were ready to ask me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. <sighs> Glorious. Glorious. Does this make you feel any better? It makes me, yeah. I feel, it, yeah. So Both teams I wanted to win Sunday won. Makes me feel better. Okay. I'm gonna move forward. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's go ahead and dive right into this. Because well, we clearly yeah. you're chomping at the bit. Well, I mean, it was you know, it's a big deal. That's it a big was. Upset. It was. It was a monstrous upset. You know, the upset was so insane the way it all happened. I didn't even realize how good a game it was mm-hmm. until like I was sitting there like like hours later, and I was like, huh, I guess I wasn't able to 18 point comeback. Like I just saw that happen. Oh, the largest. In conference championship history, AFC NFC. It's tied. It's tied with uh with the Patriots Colts from 20, 15 years ago. Yeah, still the largest, isn't it? <sighs> Moving on, Kiker, go ahead and jump right into this oh, no, game. No, 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 no. And what you want to say means. about it? By all means, go ahead. You want me to go first? Yes, by all means. Thank defend, you. Defend, defend the Chiefs. Well, you know, please, please do. Age and beauty. Before yes, defend. Whatever. Yeah. Um. Moving forward, I listen. I'm I'm not going to defend. This is this is an inexplicable loss. Like period. Like I I am not going to take away from the Bengals because I honestly think the Bengals defense is underrated. Um, after what they did to Tennessee, uh, you know they played a good game against the Raiders, but their in-game adjustments throughout the playoffs have been fantastic. You can't argue that. Like the proof is in the pudding, so to speak. They're in the Super Bowl. And I will not take away from Joe Burrow. He played a phenomenal second half. Um, the the sack that Chris Jones somehow didn't make, and I mean, I just felt like he tried to tickle that guy's shoulders. Like it was the strangest. Well, Eli Manning. It didn't was it? It, no, because Eli at least a guy had a jersey and was mm. pulling. Like Chris Jones literally tapped the top of his shoulder pads. I was like, what the hell is that? Like you're like slam that dude to the ground. It was the strangest looking sack. And then not only that, you got wrapped around him in blue contain. It's it was it was an inexplicable non sack. Like it was worse. I won't say it's it was worse than Eli because Eli had one guy grabbing his jersey and then like a a sea of people that he was wrapped up in. So when he pulled away from that hand, it looked like there was a sea of people tackling him when it really was only one guy kind of pulling him down. This was different. And the leverage that Eli used, like, he used the sea of people to his advantage. This was way worse. Chris Jones literally was standing directly in front of that dude, had his hands on his shoulder pads, mm-hmm. and doesn't, like, grab or rip or be aggressive. Like, you have all these times you're aching to hit a quarterback and you don't go hit the quarterback mm-hmm. you were gonna just lay him down this isn't judo you don't use his energy must like, have been must have been burrow's pomade listen i <laughs> <laughs> i just want to say that joe burrow is dope enough yeah jb J- smooth yeah that there. would be if he is using sporting waves i'm not surprised i'm i'm it only goes along with everything that joe burrow's about so I w- I'm not trying to take away from the Bengals, I, but I, I do, listen, in order to lose a game you were up by 18 in, some thi- you have to do some things wrong. As we were talking about last week, whereas the Chiefs played pretty much a perfect game 
and so did Buffalo, and the Chiefs just happened to make the necessary late plays to, to pull it out. This was the complete opposite as far as after the first three drives. They get down there inside the five-yard line. We're sitting here just praising their clock management the week before. And then you get five seconds, and I was driving. I was going somewhere. I'm watching. I'm just kind of – I had got the, the game cast up on my phone. I wasn't watching watching, watching the game. You're listening to it? This is the second quarter. I watched the second half. Okay. But I'm, I'm sitting there checking, and Chiefs are at the five-yard line. You could have pulled it up on the radio. It's a long story. Anyway, okay. so I pull the game up, and I'm just watching game cast, mm-hmm. and I'm like – Oh, I watched it. It went from 10 seconds to 5 seconds to halftime. Mm-hmm. No score change. I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's suspicious. No fuck field goal, no nothing. Weird. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, later on, I get to see what actually happened. Like, listen, Andy Reid has tried to always have Mahomes back. But he even said, like, that is a critical mistake on his part. And that is on Mahomes. Like, there is no reason to throw that ball to Tyreek Hill right there. That is an all-or-nothing play. You you are out of time once he caught the ball. So there's no way that can be the play. You're just throwing that ball away at that point. Nobody's open. On top of that, like we talked about with Aaron Rodgers last year in the NFC Championship, if he had just looked to his right, there was no one there. They had cleared everyone out into the end zone and Tyreek okay. was on the, on the other side in the mm-hmm. flat if he just glances over he walks in well, the thing is he looks one way it's not there like it, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming that was a play for Kelsey yeah. as soon as it's not there you're throwing, you're it, throwing away. it away exactly you, you're not even attempting to yeah, run exactly. because if so, for some reason the turf monster gets you you're out of time I agree but I, here's my thing and I didn't know I didn't see it live I saw it on the replay that's what I saw he's calling timeout like oh, there was time left he doesn't no, he, well he didn't even have any timeouts Oh my god. And how do you not know you don't you're out of you you have to have been told you're out of timeout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean that's I, like Tom Brady thinking it wasn't fourth down. A la Chris Weber. Like yeah. thirty five years ago, like mm-hmm. you have to know you're out of timeouts. Yeah. Like so that you was, play the game. And 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 Andy said oh, I probably gave him the wrong play. No, Andy. No, you didn't. You gave him you gave him a play, the Bengals covered it. His first look in there, you're throwing it away because yeah. you have five seconds yeah. left. There ain't no time for juking around, looking, going through progressions. Yeah, it's one yeah. read yeah. out. And Kiker, as I'm gonna put this question to you, okay? Because I asked my buddy this the other day, yesterday, as you know, after everything that happened, I said, let me ask you this: Does Belichick give Tom Brady the option to do that, or does he say we're kicking the field goal? And I'm just, uh, this is just a red, like, I'm dead serious. I just, like, okay. Because we're, we're going to get into the GOAT later on. Early, early, Tom? I'm talking about, like, I trust you, Tom, 2010. I think he gives him one shot with five seconds. Because Tom, because no, he knows Tom's either going to, or it's, it's out. Okay, so. Tom. So that, this is exactly what my buddy said. I said, I said, do you trust him to do, I said, what do you think Belichick does? And he said, he trusts Tom Brady, but Tom Brady does it. Like, it's that simple. He's yeah. like, there's there's no middle to that. He's like, Tom Brady just actually follows directions mm-hmm. and does what he's supposed to do. Like, that, and th- this is, we're going to get into has there the, been any? Is there, has there been any better coach, quarterback, better at situational football ever? Gosh. I, I Probably really, not. I really never thought the Joe Walsh, uh, Joe Montana, or, or Bill Walsh, Joe Montana situation could be could be made better mm-hmm. but it they they were better mm-hmm. like and that's i mean mainly just because longevity but but yes to me it's it's you know one and then the mm-hmm. niner that niners in the 80s is two but the, and this is this we talked about this with Mahomes. like and i'm sorry to spend so much time on Mahomes, but I, I to me like this game 
was his season in reverse order. Like, at the beginning of the season, the Chiefs would jump up on a team. They'd think they had him. Mahomes would take his foot off the gas and start getting careless with the football, allow these teams to come back in, and then they'd look shocked when they lost. And then he went through a struggle where he was throwing picks and trying to force the football because nobody's going to tell me how I have to play quarterback because I shouldn't have to read defenses. I don't have to do that shit. So, and then they struggled. They went to three and four. Then what happened? He slowly started actually making reads throughout the season and became a better quarterback. And you get to the Buffalo Bills game, and he's playing completely in rhythm the way a quarterback's supposed to play. And then you get to this game where he jumps up, and he's up 18 points, 21 to 3, and it looks like they're in total control. And who showed up? Patrick Mahomes from early in the season that doesn't like to have to be forced to play football a certain way and wants to hold on to the football for three days at a time and try to make extend every single play that he possibly can. It was it wasn't as bad as Aaron Rodgers a week before because I Aaron Rodgers did nothing for except for one drive. But it was, I mean, it was pretty close. You, you lost the situational battle at the end of the second half. I mean, end of the first half, which was atrocious. And I kept thinking when that happened, I was like, man, you know, Cincinnati's not that far out of this game. Like, it was 20, it was 21 to 10 at that point. And you're like, you could have went I up. it was 21 to 3. I think, I thought they had scored a touchdown in the first half. Yeah, so it's 21 to 10. So the, the game was not out of reach by any means. Mm-hmm. So why, in God's name, would you not kick that field goal to make sure that you get points? It's still, now that's on Andy Reid a little, but I also agree with you. Like, a great quarterback, you should be able to trust him. I shouldn't have to hold your hand in that moment. If you want to take a shot, I should be able to trust you. You see what I'm saying? So I, so I get that part. But that so that means it is squarely on Mahomes. Second half, he was holding on to the football, running around in circles, not making quick reads and getting the football out of his hands. Um, not get, I mean, not getting outside of the pocket like for positive yards. He would. I saw him on a third and three, run along the front of the line, trying to make make a play, dive and get the three yards. That's all. That's all you need to do. And it was. I mean, it was. It was. It was so. It was kind of frustrating. Because you're sitting here like, I literally saw you do this last week at an unstoppable level. And now you can't make any read because you're not looking to get the ball out of your hands fast. And, I mean, it's not all on him. But, I mean, if you get one touchdown in the second half, that game is theoretically over. Well, the Chiefs quit running the football. And Cincinnati did a great job. They, they, <clears throat> they rushed three, dared them to run the football. Mm-hmm. And they quit doing it. And then they were spying the humps. Yeah, Something the I Bills, saw. I think, should have done more of. Yeah. Because you saw, because I was like, man, on one of these scrambles, this guy just shoots through there finally. I'm like, where the hell did he come from? I'm like, oh, wait. They're spying it. And he knows, okay, you, the your your line's kind of getting up the field. There's a hole here. Fill it. Yeah, yeah. And it's, they, they corralled him. They did. But I, I still, even with that, if mm-hmm. he would have made decisive runs, like mm-hmm. when, when things were broke down, like I'm going to take off for three yards and get out of bounds. Mm-hmm. He, th- those plays were still there. Mm-hmm. But what would happen is he'd take three steps to the side, nobody would be open. Then he'd come back around, and then he'd want to go back the other direction. Like, what the hell is that? Like, this is not peewee football. Like, so for, for you to be as great as that dude can be in one moment and to make those kind of inexplicable mistakes – it's it's I'm gonna it's bring on something him. up you said like I don't know if you said it on here or not, but you think Rogers plays better as an underdog from behind? Mahomes does too. You're right. You're I mean, absolutely that's, right. That's just, I mean that's You're absolutely when, right. He 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 does. He was down to the Niners, they won. 
Now, okay, he was last year in the Super Bowl against the Bucks. That game was never really competitive. No offensive line. Um, yeah. Well, I don't hear that. Joe Burrow, most state quarterback, got sacked nine times to win a playoff I'll, game. I'll so I don't that. hear that shit. Dude. Oh, my God. So, now, Tennessee getting sat nine sacks and still having Tannehill is different than the Bucks having Tom Brady. I understand it's different. That doesn't happen. You don't but, give Tom but, Brady but, uh, nine sacks I mean, against we, the opposing quarterback and lose the game. Okay. It doesn't happen. Okay. Anyway, He's moving forward. I'm, I'm sorry. Moving, listen, it's record. still phenomenal. I'm, anyway, not, I'm not taking away from so, it. So, he he plays better from behind. And, like, the, all the stuff you're talking about worked in the first half. So, he's like, why? It's almost like he's like, well, it worked in the first half. It's going to keep working. You got to make it. And Andy Reid, the Bengals, they outcoached him. Yeah, they did. They made the adjustments. The Chiefs didn't half, do Chiefs it. Did not. And, and when you know, the Chiefs, credit to the, I mean, and here's another thing. Okay, real quick. No, For all right. you analytical fools, who leads the NFL playoffs this year in field goals? The oh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. For sure. Their rookie kicker is 12 for 12, Dude, which that, is that stupid kid, you, they, they might have a Vinatieri on their hands. So, That's phenomenal. And, it, <laughs> hey, that, and that kid, I mean, just stones. Like, just yeah. no no flinching, no hesitation. Yeah. It's going in. And out of the tougher AFC, who's going to the Super Bowl out of the AFC? I'm not saying there's not, like, momentum-type plays in fourth and inches, all that kind of stuff. There's situations where you can go for it on fourth down. But three points are still valuable, yeah. and this team is showing you why. Yeah. Showing you why. Well, and as they miss the you know, they miss the field goal, and you're sitting there like, okay, so last week they missed a field goal and an extra point, and it took every second of that game for them to make up that critical mistake, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this week you're like, you know that could bite them, like because, like I said, it was twenty-one to ten. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like they they were walking off the field at halftime, like they were up by twenty on this team. I'm like, this team literally just came back from fourteen down on you three weeks ago. Why would you think this lead is safe? It just and and let me let me get back to my homes. I'm sorry, man, being extra critical because that's the way. Like this mm-hmm. is this is the nature of it. When you do great, you you get praise. When you don't, like it's on you. So. I have to point this out. Like, his greatest, like you said, he plays better from behind. I, I will go a step further than that. His greatest fault as a quarterback is arrogance. Like, that dude gets comfortable thinking that he can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, to anyone he wants. And you see it in the games usually that they lose, especially in dramatic fashion like that. It's because he took his foot off the gas. It's because Andy Reid stopped running the football. How do you get the ball in overtime and you pass three straight times? Mm. At the very least, you want to try to run the football to eat up a little bit of clock and keep your defense off the field. It, it, that, that's on, that one was on Andy Reid as far as play calling well, goes. Well, that last throw should have never been made. I agree with you. I will say this. He hit that dude in the hands. That guy just made a great defensive play. Like if if he doesn't tip his finger in there, like it literally is going inside. He's, but he's still it's a hell of a throw. He threw in the double cover. And Kelsey too. was wide open. Wow. So that that's it's saying it was almost exactly like the Rodgers Devontae Adams play. And why would you want to why would you want to take a chance on a tip ball with Tyreek Hill, who's five ten, when you got Travis Kelsey coming over the middle, six four, like right over the middle, like that's what he does. It's checkdowns. Finds a spot inside the defense. That 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 should have been a security blanket all along. But he misread, obviously, because he thought the double team was going to be on Kelsey. 
It wasn't. Well, clearly. he's trying to find, he's trying to find the dagger, and the and dagger would have been like a forty-five yard pass. Kick the field goal. We're going Super Bowl. But, so. Well, not technically, because they would have scored a touchdown. Because oh, the ball that's first. right, that's right, that's right. But the thing is, you're all you're flipping the field yeah. in one play. Yeah. A great play by Bates. Bell got the interception, mm-hmm. and as soon as that happened, I said, "Oh," because when they got the, when they got the ball, I thought, "Okay, the Chiefs are finally they're they're going to put it away." They really gonna, thought so. I, I mean, really I, I really, so. And, and then he threw that pick, and I'm like, "Oh." Whoa. Well, and you know, we talked about this last week. You know, the first throw was this sailed, panicked, mm-hmm. you know, I got to get it over this lineman throw because I just threw a pick earlier in this game that way. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like from there you were like, ooh, he looks, he, Mahomes looks tight. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he, he wasn't, he wasn't in rhythm. But anyway, I, I say all that to say it's, it's a team loss because, you know, Chris Jones blew a third and seven and let a guy get, 10 yards you um they had two plays like that they had a third and four on on burrow two where everybody was covered and they let him take off and run for it so Same drive, and how do you if, if they're spying Mahomes, why would you not spy burrow like that just that that burrow to me is the more dangerous of the two running but mm. I, I mean what i mean by dangerous is i i'm Mahomes prefers to stay like Mahomes doesn't prefer to run i've seen burrow run a lot more I, that's just in my opinion like for his life Yes. Under, yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, Under duress. Yeah. Like he has a terrible offensive line. He's used to running for his life. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's on. It's a team loss because Andy Reid. You know, maybe you let Mahomes make that play in the in the uh, into the first half, but you definitely run the football in overtime. You definitely. Um, well, if you see I Mahomes, just think you, you have to keep try to keep a balance, especially when you're running the ball at like five yards a stick. That's what I'm saying. And if you're in the second half, why did you not go back to running the football when I mean, you saw the they lead? They have a three man line. They're obviously playing the pass. They're yeah. spying Mahomes. I mean, you you got five guys blocking. You're probably going to get two two to three yards before any contact. Anyway. It made no sense. So that's on Andy Reid. Chris Jones blew a blew a third and seven. I mean, it's to me. Like that is a it's a team collapse mm-hmm. now. So I don't say that to be like anything against Cincinnati Bengals. Like I, that that is a wins win. Like you went into one of the tougher stadiums in America to play, and you came out on top and you fought through it. Like a lot of teams would have given up when they were down twenty one to three and figured Mahomes was just going to keep rolling. So I, I give it to that team for hanging tough. I just I can't believe that the Chiefs could let a team come back on them fourteen. When they were up by 14 less than a month ago, and then come back, have them at home, and think that because you got up on them again, they're just going to fold. Like, it's anyway, the biggest toxic trait for that team is arrogance. I've been telling you that all year. Like, I was like, they they play as serious as they think the team is that they, they have to give it to them, right? They, they don't always come like that. So, you know, Bills, what do you get? Lights out. Like, we know we have to play the Bills this tough. This is what we know is required. We can't take our foot off the gas. Bengals, we're going to come out and we should be able to take care, take care mm. of this team. That, mm. That's their attitude. They're reading the headlines. They are. Like, I mean, and, and I mean, it, it's my, like, I'll say, poison. I'll say this about Mahomes, man. And this is the last thing I'll say about him because we need to get to the Bengals. Um, anyway, I'll say this about Mahomes, man. He's either going to come back and have one of the more dominant MVP seasons, like out of just pure festivity. If he's got what he what I think he has in him, which I think he has it, but that arrogance is a is a very strong trait. Like that's a Rogers has that too. Um but Rogers kinda anyway, Rogers kinda has like a, a general 
poutiness to him that's a little bit different. But but if he if he comes back with his hair on fire like he should, then I expect a, a fantastic you know regular season from him. The problem for the chefs is is that it may not matter. Cincinnati's not going anywhere. Well, the AFC ain't going anywhere. That's what I'm saying. Anywhere. Like, Cincinnati's going to have a fantastic – they're, they're going to improve their offensive they, line. They the Bills are going to be right back and hungry and pissed off as ever. Lamar Jackson may not be the best quarterback in that league, but he probably has the best system, team, coach, everything. Yeah, the Ravens aren't going he, anywhere. Yeah, the Ravens are not going anywhere. If the Steelers get a decent quarterback, they'll at least be in the mix. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm trying to say? They did that with Worthlessburger throwing one touchdown a game. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, um, look at his own division. I mean, it, it, you, you would think the Chargers would be better if the, if Denver gets a quarterback, and then you got the Raiders. We'll see. I mean, they're, it, they, they got it, a lot of changes. So in that's, Vegas. I, but that's what I'm saying, though, man. Mm-hmm. So from a standpoint of looking forward, and that's the that this loss will haunt him if mm-hmm. he does not get back to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now he doesn't have to get back next year. Mm-hmm. But let's say this is it. Let's say. Because we've been through this. Well, like, I mean, you, you, well, you asked me after they won the first one. Oh, my God. No, you did. Do you have to bring this question be, up every, be, be, every year we well, talk are we, about Are we guys? not talking about not, every you, year? You just, now, hold on now. You just said might never get back. He you, might not. He might yeah, not. I know. And you, you said would, over under three more Super Bowls for him. And you forced me to pick. And, and I said, said under. under. Yeah. Because it's not guaranteed. No. Even Tom Brady and the Patriots went 10 years. Now, they went to a couple, but lost them. Yeah. Before winning three more. Yeah. So, how long? I mean, Andy Reid's not a not a young coach. Yeah, I mean, you got to think if you're the Chiefs and the enemy's having that much trouble getting jobs, you've got to think that that job is his. Like, you, you, you get to him now and just say, okay, this is the, this is the succession plan. Mm-hmm. You get to grow into this quarterback. Because Reed's not going to coach. He can't coach another 10 years. Like, I'd well, say, you wouldn't think. I'd say he's got about five okay. max, right? Yeah. Um, which, nothing wrong. I mean, it is what it is. But the rebuild, and maybe not rebuild because you have a franchise quarterback, but the retweak and somewhat of an overhaul is on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Like, we talk about this you all the time. You can't keep everybody forever. No, you can't. And Mahomes, you know, $500 million contract will begin to kick well, in. And, 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 the, and you've seen them make tweaks. There's there's ways around this. There is, but they it's... need to talk to the Rams like everybody else. They're using some Swiss bank or something, you know. <laughs> anyway, my point is, is is he, for him, tough loss. I'd like, hopefully he comes back and he plays within the system as and then looks for those plays as they come. I mean, when when he does that, he's the best quarterback in the league. But when he doesn't, he's, he's just. Andy Reid's a great teacher and a quarterback whisperer. But I think if he sometimes he needs to kick him in the ass and be yeah. like, no, no, yeah. no, no, yeah. and reel him back That's in true. a little bit. Like, and, he, and the thing is, he had to have seen that when, yeah. when I knew with you were and Holmgren. You know, I was like, no, no more fastballs, please. While I was chinged up. Yeah. You know, I mean, Mahomes has that gunslinger mentality from. Texas Tech, and you saw that, and you saw him during the season revert back to some yeah. of that crap and the turnovers. That that is to, his that is his default nature. Yeah, so you, you can't win. You can't you can't score twenty eight points in one drive. Okay? Yeah, and that's that's his problem, man. Is is you know that's his default. Like like oh shit, I'm throwing it. Like do you know what I'm saying? Like so. Anyway, he's got to get that reeled in. Let's move on to Joe Burrow. Um, I, I will say, I mean, this is this this is. <laughs> For a guy in his second year coming off of a torn ACL, MCL, LCL, like he tore everything in that mm-hmm. knee. Um, 
to come back and and be at this level, it, it's and have the kind of kind of balls that kid has. I don't know any other way to say it. Like he's he's one tough son of a bitch. Rondé like, Webos. I mean, to take nine sacks against the Titans and keep saying I want some more, and then show up in Arrowhead knowing everything that full well goes with it, um, and just keep battling and keep battling and mm-hmm. just keep battling, and you're and as a it's it's weird, you know. A lot of times when when guys are trying to remake a team culture, it's very intentional. Like I I felt I felt like Tom Brady was very intentional in trying to rebuild or rebrand the culture of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You knew what he was doing as he was doing it. It, it was intentional. Joe Burrow just seems like he's that damn cool. <laughs> like do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like like he doesn't. It's not he doesn't always look like he's like rah rah rah. He's just like. You just look oh, at him. Never seen him be you just man. look at him, and you know that he absolutely believes that he can do whatever he wants to do at that moment. So, mad props to him. He played a great game. The two third downs he did get out of. I mean, he did convert on that. That really, to me, those were the the last real big moments in the game. Besides, you know, Mahomes overtime interception. Speaking of which, horrible Mahomes play. I mean, he almost fumbled away the game anyway mm-hmm. in regulation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, at that point, if you're Andy Reid. Are you not running the football in overtime? Uh, clearly, that dude is shook. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Burrow played phenomenal, man. That, that's all I got to say as far as he goes. Well, and you, you, t- someone had to step up other than Jamar Chase. He had Jamar Chase had a good day. He didn't have like a a Jamar Chase day. Well, yeah, two hundred seventy yeah. yards receiving. T. Higgins came up big in this game with a hundred yards receiving and two of the greatest hand catches over the middle I've seen in a minute. Because he got he caught the ball and got hit, and you see yeah. a lot of this. Oh, but he caught him with his hands. I mean, it was big time throws, big time catches. JB Smooth, this guy's got it. <laughs> Whatever it is, he has it, and he's been preaching. We're nobody's underdog, and Vegas did him another favor because they're underdogs again in two weeks. So, I, man, you know Zach Taylor has got. Needs to like buy Joe Burrow like a car or something. He saved his job. Yeah, six twenty five and one he was for Joe Burrow shows up. Did you hear uh, who he's related to? Who? Little known fact: Zach Taylor related to he is he is the son in law or or nephew like through marriage. Mike Sherman, Packers coach from the early 2000s. Oh, really? Had no idea. I wouldn't know either. <laughs> and the funny thing is, nobody knows who Mike Sherman is well, except try, for Packers I, I, I try forgetting about Mike like, Sherman. Like, nobody knows who that guy is except Packers fans. So I was like, damn, Mike Sherman. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. That was... <laughs> Uh, anyway, that was, was a painful period. Yeah, I, 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 try, I try to forget about Mike Sherman. Last thing about Chiefs before I know we're getting to the Bengals. Let me ask you this real fast. Uh-huh. Chiefs, we know the Chiefs have a history of horrible playoff losses. Mm-hmm. Where does this rank? You've got the Colts Ooh. year where they were up by 25 in the second Ooh. quarter. Yeah, You've got bad. the three missed field goals against the, the Colts back in the 90s. Um, you've got the shootout loss to Peyton Manning in the early 2000s. Uh, you've got the there Steelers was, game where they didn't score. There's all kinds of shit oh, in there. You could, what, do, what, do you, what do you rank this? I, don't, I, I mean, it's pretty high because, I mean, you know, they, they have the quarterback. They have the, yeah. you know, this is this is four straight AFC championship games. I mean, it's pretty. I mean, man, that Colts loss being up twenty four was was that's pretty bad. I always say the Colts one, but I this is a solid, if not barely, number two. It's okay. number two for sure. Okay. And and the only reason I tell you what it becomes number one if the run is over. 
if next year mm. and the subsequent years they stop being able to get to AFC championships mm-hmm. on a regular basis and let's say let's say they never get back to a Super Bowl this becomes number one. Yeah, it could be. Because, yeah. the, because it was the dagger for him. Mm. And they did it to themselves. Mm. I talk about Jerry Rice fumbling that football all the time back in 1998. And you know this shit. He fumbled against the Niners and Packers. Uh-huh. And that, that subsequently ended our run, right? Mm-hmm. Well, at least I have something to be pissed about. <laughs> like, at least, yeah. I can, at least I can point to some external well, event. Well, well, but, but, I mean, Chiefs fans are going to point at Joe Mixon not being touched and fumbling the football. But he gave himself up. That's an NFL rule. But people have brought that to my attention. 18 points. I understand. You allowed to be scored. I understand, Greg. Uninterrupted. But, but you know how No, I know what you're saying, are. but uninterrupted. I, that, that's something they're going to the be The Packers made at. a play against Jerry Rice. I understand. And didn't get it, rewarded for I'm not for saying it. it's the same. You said you had I something know. to be pissed about. That's something the Chiefs fans are going to be pissed about. I guess. And I mean, the illegal that, formation. I mean, they'd have, so, got the, they'd have got the football, and then Patrick Mahomes probably wouldn't have done anything the way he was playing. So oh, he'd have plenty of opportunities. Baby goat. He, he'd have plenty of opportunities. Not, not little moving goat. on. Moving on. Yeah. Anyway, Bengals. Bengals totally deserved it. Absolutely. Great football game. Great underrated, coach, underrated, great go- defense. underrated defense. Great coaching staff. Zach Taylor is coaching his ass off. You could see his in-game adjustments throughout the playoffs. He's been phenomenal. Hendrickson, great free agent. I mean, that uh, pickup, leaving it all out there. The, this team is young. They want it so bad. And they have the quarterback. I mean, they obviously believe in the coach. Yeah, no one knew who Zach Taylor was. I He's a no very idea. young guy, yeah. and he was struggling. But that just goes to show you, especially in today's NFL, how important getting the guy at quarterback is. It really is. I mean, but, we, yeah, it really is, man. Joe Burrow completely changed. It's just like A.J. Green said that. He said, he said man, I turned my Instagram off at the beginning of the year. He said, and, of course, the Bengals making the – he's like, I turned my stuff on for this. Like, I mean, I'm, you know, a guy like him plays his whole career there you know Ocho Cinco all these guys and then they never had the guy mm-hmm. I mean Joe Burrow walks to the door everything changes instantaneously like all of a sudden we can do anything and so and, and what, I almost think they're too young to understand they're not supposed to do that <laughs> like do you understand what well, I, I think Joe Burrow really thinks that he can like walk on water if he puts his mind to it and that's the kind of confidence that that, that you know he just breathes to the team yeah and you know don't take this run for granted because you never know what's going to happen. But win, win or lose this Super Bowl, this this is an absolute win for Cincinnati this season. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. nobody expected them to win the North, to make the playoffs. Nobody did. I thought they could win the North. I I, yeah. I, I, I No, I stand by that. It, because I didn't, Burrow coming off that injury. Okay, wait a minute. I didn't – okay. I would have thought they were going to be second because I didn't think Cleveland was, for, was consistent. I don't like – I think Mayfield's trash. I knew the Steelers were not going to be great. The only thing that I didn't know was that the Ravens were going to have an injured an injured list worth of starters. Mm-hmm. So that's what you couldn't calculate. You thought yeah. the Ravens would be in the mix, and they were up until you know a month left. I, I, and I didn't expect. I really didn't expect Burrow off that injury with that offensive line yeah, to be point. able to survive this season. And you know he wanted Jamar Chase. They won an offensive lineman. They went with Jamar Chase, and it was a good call. It really was, man. And it was. It, it's just. It's a quarter. Your quarterback rewarding you for taking taking a chance with him. Jamar but, Chase and Joe Burrow have never lost a playoff game. They played together. That's crazy. That's a crazy college, day. NFL. Anyway, I mean, in theoretically, theoretically, 
you could be looking at a receiver, you know, quarterback tandem for the next 10 to 15 years. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're that young and that good. Oh, I, Burrow's like 25, but mm-hmm. still, you figure he plays till he's 38 or so, at least, mm-hmm. if he doesn't get hurt. So, I mean. Well, they just got to take care of himself. All right, well. And they, and they, they, they will, they have to attack the offensive line in, in the offseason because uh, he obviously is the franchise. And maybe this forces the Bengals to quit being so cheap because they're the no, only, only northern NFL team with no indoor practice facility. They're about the cheapest wow. ownership That's pretty bad. in the league. That's pretty bad. So That's pretty damn bad. I mean, you got to start paying Joe Burrow here. I mean, I know it's – I mean, he's got a few more years left, but uh, you might want to go ahead and wrap that up because uh, yeah. some any a whole lot of teams won't be like, oh, well, yeah, we take him. Mm, yeah, he ain't going away. I know he's not. He ain't going away. If they had to, mm-hmm. you know, cement his feet to the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to the NFC. Good gosh, Kiker. I'm I've just got to get this out of the way, okay? Mm-hmm. Nothing aggravates me more aggravated me more than knowing this NFC championship was happening, feeling like the Packers should have been there, and having to watch the Niners and live in petrified fear that they could have won. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like seriously, dude. Like I there's no team that I hate at this point in this time as much as the San Francisco 49ers. With the exception of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. So I will, I listen, that's the pinnacle of hate. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even hate the Yankees that much right now. That's how serious we are. <laughs> anyway. because the Yankees suck. That's true. If they were good, I mean, their fans are worse than Chiefs fans. Um, moving forward. Gosh, I hate the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. So I will say they came, the Niners came with a really good game plan. Mm-hmm. I've always thought, and I still think Shanahan is, is probably the best coach in the league all around. I feel like he gets the most out of what he has consistently. Um, he wins more with his scheme than he does with anything else. Um, it helps him to have a couple playmakers, obviously Debo and, uh, and Kittle. But, I mean, the Rams came to play. They battled through it, which they had not been able to do. They finally got over the hump. Kiker, what'd you think of the game? I was very concerned too because I hate the point. <laughs> I do. I mean, it, the disdain because, and you know, and obviously, you know, I've got the the recent heartbreak with thirteen to 10, thirteen to ten. Yeah, that's terrible. It's anyway, listen. I, I, I know. I know. I know, back I know the Chiefs blew an eighteen point lead. Mm-hmm. This is the, that thirteen to ten is still worse. I mean, at least they scored. At, at least home, they scored twenty four points. points at home. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Okay. Anyway, Shanahan came in. He knows what he wants to do. Frisco is a horrible matchup for the Rams. They want to run the football. They they are stout up front. Have been ever since for ever since Lynch has been there, building it that defense and offense from the inside out. Now, and you saw them kind of do what they, almost what they wanted. It was a defensive game, 2017. Oh, man. And when they went up 10, I thought, you got to be shitting me. I was like, we're going to get Bengals Niners I know, again. And, Kiker, I'm just, telling, again. I'm just telling you right now, this would have been the first Super Bowl since Steelers-Seahawks that I would not have watched. I don't, and I, I, it's not because I don't like Burrow. It's just that the chances would have been too great that the Niners could have won. Moving forward, go ahead. I mean, if, if, if it had been Niners Chiefs, I threatened not to watch. Really? Yes. I would have watched. The I, would, I, I, I would have thrown up in my mouth. <laughs> <coughs> Somebody would have had to win. It, it I know. Anyway, 
So, I mean, I just saw it a couple years ago, and it was horrible. Anyway, the Rams, once again, don't flinch when adversity strikes. Stafford almost threw the game away. Yeah. Almost. Oh, well, you, you say everyone says throw the game away. There's like 10 minutes left when that happened. But yeah, still, but it could have been the dagger. It was, it was lower than but that. The it thing was like is, seven. It was no, like, no, it was it was like nine, 50, nine right? minutes, 50-some seconds. Yes. So, <clears throat> but people got to make plays. It's the playoffs. So, and the that Tart doesn't make the play, and it's like it never happened. Stafford just grinding out. And the thing is, is why I was I was worried, but then I got to thinking, why was I so worried? Nobody leads the since they've been in the league leads the league in fourth quarter overtime comebacks than Matt Stafford, and he played with the Lions. The Lions. <laughs> I was like, oh well, he's always playing from behind. Yeah, with the Lions. <laughs> yeah, you had Megatron. Sure, that's a big time weapon. You double cover him, he's he throwing to. Name your number of the receiver they've had over the years. Golden Tate. Yeah, Golden Taint. Anyway. You just couldn't help it, could you? I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't, that Golden Dumber. Um, he was, he's kind of bred for this kind of stuff. Now, he doesn't, He's. you've seen him have the turnovers, have the faulty first halves. I said earlier, that, uh, he led the league in second half QBR. But this is why the Rams went and got him. Yeah. You got Jared Goff in that game, you lose. Oh, by far. I I, I wholeheartedly Jared Goff believe versus Jimmy Garoppolo lose. is is a toss up mm-hmm. at best. Mm-hmm. They lose that game. <clears throat> but and, and here we go. The Rams rely on their stars. Who ended the game? Aaron Donald had the pressure. Now Garoppolo. They say some people say he shouldn't have thrown that pass. Well, it hit the running back in the hands. It was a little high. He's trying to say he's not even trying to get a first down. He's trying to save yards for fourth down. Yeah. So I don't really even hate that decision. Now it goes off. It, it goes mean, off his fingertips and gets intercepted. But Donald makes that play. Yeah. Cooper Cup catches two touchdown passes. Matt Stafford could have theoretically almost thrown the game away. He doesn't flinch. Odell Beckham, who nobody wanted to touch, is yeah. now. A solid number two. Yep. The Rams have been all in, and they, they it's in in like last week against the Bucks. Everything is falling apart around them, and the quarterback made the difference. Yeah. And you've seen this. You have to have the guy. The Niners don't. The Rams do. That's the difference because when when it got down to crunch time, and you and the Niners had to throw the yeah. football. Yeah, Jimmy couldn't do it. They couldn't get it Jimmy done. Couldn't do it, they man. couldn't get it, it done. And it, it's I mean it just is what it is, dude. I mean I I think Jimmy is you know probably a top level game manager, mm-hmm. but but that's that's his ceiling. Like it, it's not that, and it's nothing personal, man. It's just it's just who he is. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's just who he is. It's just like Tannehill. Like to me, they're they're the same type of guy. Like if, if you're leaning on them to win you games, you're you're going to lose. Like that's just that's not who they are. So and there's nothing. I mean, once again, 
There's nothing wrong with knowing their limitations and knowing how to get the most out of their what they can do, which is what Shanahan has done hmm. when Jimmy G's been healthy or they've had a good team around him. And the, the times he's had to rely on them, they haven't been successful. So it just is what it is. Kyle Shanahan has now lost 10-point leads in the Super Bowl, conference championship, and a 25-point lead as an offensive play caller in the Super, in the Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. And now, granted, he had Jimmy Garoppolo and Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's MVP season. I mean, no, he defended Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, I love coaching Jimmy, all that stuff. He does all the right things. But you can tell he doesn't trust him fully, yeah. and that you can't have it. I mean, Andy Reid almost, almost trusts Mahomes a little too much. But anyway, at times. No, that's true. Um, so y- you need to have trust. But you also, it's just, Shanahan knows he needs to find the guy. And I don't know if Trey Lance is it. They're going to find out next year because you have to. You, I think that, I, honestly, I think the 49ers panicked a little bit. Trading all trading these first-round picks for a guy who, who probably hadn't isn't. played in a hot minute. And is it doesn't seem to be ready. Because the thing is, in earlier in the season, you saw them have packages. They, they shelved all yeah, that they shit. Yeah, they did. They did. It, wasn't, it wasn't working, man. Like And so, and like you said, you know he's a he's a higher ceiling Jordan Love to me, like where he's he can be better than Jordan Love is or will be. I mean we'll see. But I also now granted I do think in Shanahan's hands mm-hmm. he's his ceiling is a little bit higher anyway. Um, but I, I totally agree with you, man. Jimmy G is is limited. Like he he's just a limited guy. Yeah. He's a, he seems like a good dude. He seems like a real good teammate and a good worker. Um, but just from the standpoint of like like level of quarterbacking i mean clearly going into the weekend he was the weakest quarterback by far so i mean it's it's no surprise that when the game was on the line and he was the guy being asked to win it without having the run game to lean on or a lead for you to lean on so you can run the football like when it got later in the game it it just it, it was all set up for them to end up losing anyway jimmy doesn't have it joe burrow has it yeah you've seen mahomes have it Stafford seems to have it. Stafford always had it, dude. Like, and, and I, let's take a second to talk. Like you were talking about Stafford. Like, we watched him for years in the NFC North. Like mm-hmm. years. Like literally last 10, 12 years. And I always thought that guy was pretty good. Like I, I really oh, he did. Had arm talent for sure. Yeah, I mean he's always been. I mean there the years when Detroit was competitive, he he had solid numbers. He he could get them to score at any point in the game. He, I mean, obviously he had Megatron too, but he also knew how to use Megatron. So it's not like, it's not like he was only good when Megatron was there. Was the team better? Of course, because I mean, what other option did he have most of the time? Well, but they, I mean, he spread the ball around back he, in those years, would. man. I remember Detroit being good. Like, but this if he's going to go down, you're going to go down throwing to your guy. Well, he's six foot six, mm-hmm. you know, two hundred and sixty pounds of mm-hmm. muscle. Like, I mean, of course he can outrun and out jump everybody. I mean that 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 catch you had against Dallas where he was triple covered. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's still he he's still to me, physically, he's still the best receiver of all time. Like now granted, he won't have the numbers, he won't have because he didn't play long enough. Mm-hmm. But to me, you know, Megatron was was something you'll you'll probably I mean, hardly you know ever see again. What it takes to be like a first ballot Hall of Famer and play your entire career with the Lions, it's like Megatron, Barry Sanders. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got to be a special talent. It seems like so. I back, so, but with Stafford, man, I we saw him year in year out at least compete with Rodgers. Like now, Rodgers, I mean, we had better teams most of the time, so it wasn't really too much of a matchup. But especially like when they had Sue. 
and some of those other pieces on defense and they actually had a competitive team. I mean, if it, you, you have to believe that if the culture in Detroit wasn't the culture of Detroit, they would have at least won the NFC North once mm. and been in the mix one of those years. I mean, Stafford has always had the gifts. The guy grew up best friends with Clayton Kershaw. They both have tremendous arms. Like, I mean, so he, he's he's a bred – I mean, he's one of the best high school uh, football players of all time in the state of Texas, which is saying something. Um He's always had the pedigree to be able to do this. I just don't always think he had the chance. No, no. I, and I, I, for one, am, am genuinely happy for him. Like, I always I, – I think that's great. He's he's the anti-Carson Wentz. Like, the Colts go and trade away the farm to get Carson Wentz thinking that this is the guy that can make a play for us when we need it. And then you find out that Stafford was the guy out of the – you know, out of that mix last year, out of that pool. He's the one that you really should have put bet the farm on. And just happy for Stafford. I, I think I think that's great. It's a great story, and and he's a great player. Oh sure, he he he's the guy that you know a few plays a game, or when it comes down to it, when you need special, he can deliver, and he's delivered so far in the postseason when they absolutely have well. And had. similar to Burrow, as a, you mm-hmm. know, he's he's accustomed to getting his teeth kicked in, having mm-hmm. come from Detroit and having to overcome it. So I don't know if any amount of of adversity is is gonna shake him in the game mm-hmm. do you understand what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. like i think he's I, th- I think you're you're gonna be looking at two pretty cool oh, customers yeah. in the super bowl oh, you, two guys who genuinely you know know how to stem the tide and, and ride it out and see what happens so mm-hmm. i don't know man. it should be an interesting super bowl now we're talking about super bowl mm-hmm. kiker let me get your early predictions who do you got who and why this is tough it is. I mean, on paper, I, it, you wouldn't think it's that tough. I, I it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough to bet against the Bengals at this point. I, I mean, isn't it though? Yeah, that's how. But I it's not like the Rams had some smooth sailing either. I, I'm picking the Rams because of Von Miller and the defensive front. Like, I, I genuinely, I think at some point in a war of attrition between like fairly evenly matched teams. I, I think that Joe Burrow's offensive line will show itself deficient at some critical moment in that game. Von Miller and, and Aaron Donald don't miss tackles. Like they they don't they don't tackle guys on the shoulder pads and say, and hope they go down. Mm-hmm. Like those are two guys that that put you on the ground and then stand over you. So I, I got the Rams maybe by a field goal or a touchdown or maybe or, or less. I, I don't I don't foresee it being a blowout. Oh, I think no. I think it turns into a pretty good game. Um, but listen, if <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, if Joe Burrow does this in his second act, in his first actual full season, mm-hmm. like let me say that again, mm-hmm. his first actual full season, mm-hmm. he went through a Tennessee team in Tennessee that with Derrick Henry went to Arrowhead and beat Baby Goat, as you like to make fun of him for. Little Goat. Little Goat. like Billy Goat with that chin. Yeah. With mm, his little chin fuzz. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, he's got the chub on top, too. Oh, like, I knew you were going to say that. He kind of looks like a wolf. <laughs> so, go, going to Kansas City, winning in one of the most hostile environments ever. Um, and then, if he were able to pull this off, this this would be one of the more legendary runs I think we've ever seen. the Rams are at home. Now, technically, uh, do they really play a true home game? Sometimes. No, there, there was 60 percent, 65% yeah. Niners fans I said in that sometimes, crowd. not in the playoffs. No, I'm just sometimes. saying that's just crazy yeah, that, well, that it's not a home game. It's L.A. L- basically, this is how L.A. works. Okay, it's a Lakers town. 
And it's a Dodgers town now that they finally won a championship. And it's always real Dodgers. Good. It's always Dodgers. Yeah, okay. It was Lakers first, but it, it's always they've always. So you got to win a championship for this for that town seems to, or that city seems to buy into. That's you. quite true. I mean, so this is why the Clippers have a ceiling of, of how much LA love they can actually mm-hmm. get. Continue. Sorry. So I agree with what you said about Burrow. If you're the Rams, I don't give a shit where Jamar Chase is, Jalen Ramsey's on him. Yeah. That's it. Totally period. agree. Totally you want to be – you're the best cornerback in the yeah. game. You think you're the best, or you're going to face yeah. their best. And you're not just playing one side of the field, Richard Sherman. You're traveling. Slot, don't care. Do not care. And, and, and I see Man, what you're I saying. Appreciate, about, I appreciate I, you calling out <laughs> Richard Sherman. I hated that dude. Uh, well, I mean, he played one side of the field, and yeah. that's it. And Ramsey's done it too. You got to travel with the best guy. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> That's pass rush. I mean, we keep waiting for it to bite Cincinnati in the ass. Nine sacks. Now, granted, I don't see Stafford throwing three picks. And then, obviously, Kansas City, he was getting harassed. Did a better job throwing the ball in the dirt. Mm -hmm. Throwing it it at someone's feet. Because you can't live at third and 18. Mm -hmm. (sighs) (sighs) Call it a gut feeling. You want Cincinnati, aren't you? Call it gut feeling. I'm gonna take the Rams. Okay, I, I am, and and I don't like I don't like it because yeah. I mean, on paper, Rams win this game, but there's just something about that mojo in Cincinnati. You know, he goes from the Bayou Bengals to the Bengals, and it just continues to carry on. You, you and I'll be rooting it. for the Bengals. Help, couldn't help it, could you? Couldn't help what? Bayou Bengals to the Bengals. That's what they call them. I, I know. That's what they call them. You just couldn't help it. I mean, you know. I, that I, ring. I'm going to say it like this. And this is just, you know me. I'm a history nerd mm-hmm. in general about everything. History okay. everything when I'm into it. So, historically, okay, when a team gets on a run like the Bengals are on, mm-hmm. if they even if they make it to the Super Bowl, right, mm-hmm. usually – they run out of gas. Mm-hmm. And so I, and the team that comes to mind immediately is the Atlanta Falcons in 1999. Oh, I was going Cardinals in 08. No, I'm just, but yeah. you can pick who you want. Yeah. I mean, the Cardinals played that to the very last I know. down, though. I mean, San Antonio Holmes made one of the greatest catches I've ever when seen. When Larry Fitz had that 75, I, I was like, it's over. Yeah, he went so, to the yes. house. To the house. Um, but I'm just saying, historically, Usually they get here, the moment finally hits them. You've got mm-hmm. two weeks to think about it instead of just playing within rhythm of the week. Mm-hmm. The one difference between every team I just said, though, is Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, of all of us, you know, that, the Atlanta Falcons had Chris Chandler as a quarterback, like journeyman, not, not real. Um, ran into the 1998 Broncos who almost went undefeated. Like, I mean, this is, this, this is a two very different, it's a different. So the primary difference in this situation is Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Like he he is he, he's he's already to me. We we could sit here and argue about top 5 quarterbacks right now, which we we do all the time. But to me it's going to be tough to keep him out of that conversation at this point. I mean, look at what he did. So I mean, it, that's that's different. <laughs> that's, it, there, okay, there, that, mean, guy, that guy's different. Yeah, look at it. Head coach, McVay's got the edge. Does he? I mean, we don't know who Zach. T- McVay's been to a Super Bowl. With Jared Goff. 
Kiker, I just watched Zach Taylor dismantle the Chiefs' offense I in the second that. half. I also watched him. Well, actually, actually he's, he's an offensive coach, I'm not just, defensive I'm coach. just telling you. So he don't like, call the defense then, then he has his system in place, which okay, he should I have. I understand. So, I and mean, he hired those people. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just making a point. Yeah, like, I, I watched McVay struggle to beat the Niners till the seventh time. He got lost to that team. For, you just said you said Shanahan was one of the best coaches in the NFL. He is. Okay, he is. Well, Shanahan eventually had to rely on Jimmy Garoppolo. That. If, if if Shanahan has Derek Carr, I'm, they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, okay. So my point is, I, I'm just saying, like coaching wise, if we're gonna, I mean, this is to me, this is a toss up. Okay. Well, Zach Taylor was six twenty five and one before Joe Burrow. And now he actually has the quarterback. What does and, that mean? Well, he got to the Super Bowl, Jared Goff. Zach uh, McVay did with with Jared Goff, <sighs> who who is who is like who who Greg. Is he is he like is he like Garoppolo? I'd say he is. Okay. So okay. Anyway, I, I'm still saying it's toss up, okay, but, well, but I understand what you're saying. That that is a valid point. Yes, I can't, I can't I know, argue with that. I know it is. That's okay. So so McVay gets the the slight edge. <laughs> whatever whatever you just said, I quit listening. <laughs> <laughs> Defensive line, Rams, Aaron Donald. Pass rush, I'd say, goes to the Rams, even though the the Bengals with. Uh, Hendrickson, I can't even name you somebody else. See, that's how that's like, the, man. The Bengals are just like a team, just a team, like riding this wave. And is it going to come crashing down? I don't know. Well, and then, but, and then I mean, it, they're so young. Like, I know. I've seen a lot of teams, like you know, you see a lot of teams kind of get the right mix of veterans, and you know, something just clicks. This team is very young, mm-hmm. and and I almost feel like it's almost like a you know naivete, like where they genuinely don't know any better. And well, so, I mean, that's, yeah, that's what it, I see. Yeah. It, it happens. Like, every now and then you get the right mix. So, anyway, I go ahead. I'm on sorry. Pa- anyway, on, on paper, paper. I'm going to skip it. The Rams should win. I think they eke it out because Stafford is so long in the tooth. Yeah. And wants it. And this is his first. He, he wanted to play in big time games, and he finally is. And I just. You think that. I, begrudgingly, I, I will pick the Rams. I, but I'll be openly rooting for the Bengals. Listen, I'm rooting, I'm rooting. I'm in old school. I'm rooting for a good game mode. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I'm at. I'm rooting mm-hmm. for a good game. I don't care what happens after that. Okay? Um, I will. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm picking the Rams because I, I think that, like you said, on paper, right, mm-hmm. they got the edge. Mm-hmm. And then I also think that as – as the the veterans on that team, you've got a lot of guys who've been in the league at least five years and know how hard it is to get to a Super Bowl. Aaron Donald is is a holdover from the Super Bowl team, knows what it's like to lose a Super Bowl. Jalen Ramsey, like, I mean, he's been around five, six, seven years, been one of the best corners in the league for years, and you might not ever get this opportunity mm-hmm. again. OBJ is literally playing for his life, like his livelihood, he might not never get, and he don't like they, these guys. So I, I think you're gonna see a different level of I don't want to say desperation, but focus mm-hmm. that comes from a veteran team that 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 knows this could be it for them. You know, if and if you're the Bengals, most of those guys are between 22 and 27 years old. You, you've got to think. Well, it's we, a ba- yeah, no, and it's a bad thing to think that you could get back because you never know. But, but like, look at like we talked about scoring 10 points at home in a playoff game. Aaron Donald's on the Super Bowl, they scored three points. Yeah. 
They held Tom Brady and the Patriots to 13 points. Yeah, and, and they lost, lost by 13 10. to 3. Like, that's yeah. crazy. And Sean McVay has to remember that, too. No. How out, and he ad- openly admitted it. I was out coached. Yeah. So. Well, and, this, and, but, but once again, he was out coached, but also he had Jared Goff. And mm-hmm. Bill Belichick was not going to allow him to outrun the game him mm-hmm. and, and hide that quarterback. You can't hide See, that See, I forever. don't – and that, that's another reason I think I'd give it to the Rams is McVay's not going to quit running the football if it's working. Yeah. Like the Chiefs – like the Chiefs did. So, speaking we, – do we have time For what? to talk about the actual GOAT? Kiger. Not little one. The actual guy. Tom Brady retired officially today. Yes, He's on been, Insta. He was going to, I mean, it was blatantly obvious over the last couple of days that he was going to retire. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Kiker, I, I, we, we, we went round and round for years about Tom Brady. Like, we've literally watched this guy's entire career. Um, I've been grown his entire career, which makes me feel old. Like, I, was, I mean, I was, you know, what, Fifteen when he started his first, you know, fifteen, sixteen. Two thousand one. So I mean, I'm. It's crazy, but I mean, he, to me, and I'm sure you'll agree with this. We've talked about this. He's the undisputed greatest quarterback of all time. There, there is no argument left. There was an argument until about four years ago, and then Brady put it out of reach. And mad props to him for being able to do that because I really didn't think he ever could. I really didn't think it could be done that way. Um, He's he's the greatest quarterback I think we'll ever see as far as just being able to get the most out of his team, maximizing any opportunity he ever had to win. Like that that you know we always I always grew up watching Joe Montana you know hearing about him. Joe Montana I, I grew up thinking he maximizes the most opportunity. Like I never thought anybody would get those kind of opportunities. Brady got more of them and took advantage of them subsequently. So he's he's the he's the goat man. Um, and, and I'll get to more. But what are your immediate thoughts on that? Well, my first thought is it's going to be weird not having Tom Brady on a football yeah, field yeah. this upcoming NFL season. 22 years his career spanning. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, he's thanked a whole bunch of people. I wonder if he's – has he thanked Mo Lewis yet? Because he should. <laughs> is that the guy that hit That's Drew the guy who hit Bledsoe. <laughs> and listen, and kudos to Bill Belichick – for sticking with yeah, the kid, yeah. especially since Bledsoe, this is something people forget. Bledsoe was the first hundred million dollar player. In yeah, the and Kiker, I, I mean, have you watched that yet? Have you watched that? For those who they, they, watched, they showed, they had the first two episodes on ESPN Man too. Wasn't that pretty I, cool? I watched the first two. Wasn't that pretty cool? Like, just yes. when, you, when you get into the rest of them, you'll, you'll, mm-hmm. you'll, you, you walk away like. This guy's pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but to that point, like how this legacy and legend starts out, like it, it's it's almost undrafted, like literally a pick away from being undrafted. Well, sixth round, 199. Six, 199th pick. His agent told him at the time, you should probably rent. Don't buy a house. <laughs> like, 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 you know, still I'm trying to say, like, yeah. like he was looking at houses. He's like, you should be looking to rent. Like, you know, like so this is the guy who literally scraped his way from the bottom. Like this, this is, and I remember when this all was what happened. I was, I was, like I said, I was live at alert. I was, I was grown. Like I remember when he came in for Bledsoe, I remember them getting hot throughout the playoffs and you were kind of like, man, this is, I mean, really? And then Bledsoe gets healthy. 
And I, I, I mean, I'll never forget Belichick sticking with that dude. And, and then Brady gets hurt in the AFC Championship game. Bledsoe comes in, leads them to a win. Yeah. And he still sticks with Tom Brady. And and that's where, you know, we talk about – we're going to talk about Brady some more. But, you know, you talk about the Bill Belichick and the, the difference between him and everybody else. Like, like the Stones – to not only make that call, but not lose the team at any point in that process, to me, that's, that's a miracle. Like, most most guys lose the team in some form or fashion because, due to that quarterback, almost quarterback controversy. If it's handled the wrong way, they're, they're out. You see what I'm saying? I mean, those guys were loyal to Drew. And then they had this kid come in. They really didn't know what was going to happen with them after the season. Like, but they started playing his ass off the entire year yeah. and get them into the playoffs, into that position. But then, and part of me actually thinks, because Belichick's kind of known as a tight ass. Yeah. Well, we can win with this kid and not have to pay him all that money. But then you go and see, like, the year after that, he cuts the leader of his defense. Yeah. And lawyer Malloy, and brings in the dirty player tagged at the time. Obviously, he, he was a dirty. He player. was <laughs> Rodney Harrison. Rodney Harrison. Rodney Harrison was a dick. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like so. I mean, I mean, he was hitting guys, knocking their helmets off in yeah. practice. He's the only guy I've seen defensively who still played football like it was the seventies as a corner. Mm-hmm. Most corners had adjusted by that. He period. thought he was Ronnie Lott. Yeah, he thought he was a combo of Ronnie Lott and uh, Jack Tatum, Mel um, Mel Blunt, Mel Blunt for the for the Steelers who used to literally give people forearm shivers. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is and this is just we we could listen. This mm-hmm. is a twenty two year career. There's plenty to cover. Mm-hmm. So you've got the Super Bowl win against the Rams. I remember how much of an underdog they were. Like I remember watching that Super Bowl. I still remember. I mean, and, I, and they covered last night. You heard John Madden. Well, with a young quarterback like Tom Brady, you almost just got to take it, your chances and take it to overtime. Yeah. And how John Madden was just like, I can't believe this kid's doing this. You, you couldn't. You 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 couldn't. Like, things like that, we, we're talking about it now, like with Burrow and, mm-hmm. and some of these guys. Like, things like that don't happen. Like that, And this is what makes this dude, like, this was the beginnings of what we would get used to seeing from him. Like, where if the game is on the line and you give me a chance to win – 99% of the time I'm going to get that done. Like I can you can almost count on one hand the chances where he genuinely had a chance to win a playoff game at the last like last and weren't, weren't able to get it done. Usually you had to beat him up all game. Um you know, then they win back-to-backs in 03 and 04 and and then you know, you've got the Peyton Manning rivalry mixed up in there like I mean, it, it was just a great time for the game, to be honest with you, as far as rivalries go. And then you've got the Ravens, who are always lurking in the background. You have Ray Lewis, you know, all-world defense-type situation. And then the Steelers were still going. That was when the Steelers were really the Steelers. So you had a four-team race every year. And, every once, and they never did anything. But the Chargers had some really good teams yeah. in that point, too. Yeah. It never could, do, it never could get never over Never got them up. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, it, I mean, it's not like – that's one thing. I give Brady – I gave them a lot of crap about the last three Super Bowls in New England because I felt like they, they dominated some weaker competition, except for that, that one again. Like, going through Arrowhead was no game that year, and we'll get to that. But for the most part, you know, they dominated the AFC East. But that first 10 years of dominance, like – 
it's as tough as it gets. <laughs> like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, he's facing Hall of Famers in almost every round of the playoffs. It, it's it, so then his game evolves. Like the game, the game itself evolves, and his game evolves with it. He he was a high level game manager who was clutch as hell, and then he graduates to 50 touchdowns mm-hmm. in 07, leading arguably the greatest football team of all time. Um, wait till you get to that episode. It's really good. No, no, I'm sure. Um, I mean, it, it's it, it's so that so then they lose, right? Which I was rooting for the Giants because I, oh, yeah. I just thought it'd be funny. Um, but I also kind of wanted to see history because I, I also feel like the the Miami Dolphins of that that seventy two team is the most overrated team in history, and they. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. You think the eighty five Bears is? Okay, I take that back. Second most overrated team in mm. NFL history. Are you lying to everybody? I forgot about I how mean, much try, I hate the eighty-five. You trying to I make forgot. trying to make this grand point here, and you're lying. I'm not lying. Yeah, you, I just I forget forgot. about I forget about the eighty-five Bears because they're easily forgettable mm-hmm. because of their one Super Bowl run, which wasn't that impressive in the grand scheme of things. They're easily forgettable to me. That's how I feel. Anyway. I did kind of want them to win a little bit just because I... They had to get through the 49ers in the 80s. I'll give them that. I mean... They also, yeah. obviously, you know, I don't know yeah, if the Giants... I, think, yeah. I don't think the Giants were going that I strong. Mean, that the year. Redskins are pretty good back in, Redskins too. Redskins are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one year. I mean, yeah, fluke. Yeah. One year? Yep. The Redskins were better than one Bears. year. Bears. Oh. Bears. Oh. One year. Stick with yeah. the Bears. So, anyway, I did kind of want them to win that one. When he lost, it was like, whatever. I thought it was kind of funny. Especially the way it happened. <laughs> it was hilarious. And one thing you'll get, you'll you'll start to pick up on as you're watching this man in the arena, which is pretty cool, is 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 listening to him talk about the losses. Mm-hmm. Like it's everybody loves wins. Mm-hmm. It's it's the losses though that reveal your character. And like you hear him talk about these losses, like he never won another Super Bowl. <laughs> like mm-hmm. do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like mm-hmm. it's quite comical to hear a guy like I mean when he threw the pick, the pick six against the Falcons, he's like. Well, fuck. I don't get that back. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, that's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Was it really, Tom? You already had five rings, four rings. Bear Bryant used to say this to Alabama. He's like, we're going to win a lot of games. We're going to win a lot of games here. And you're going to remember a lot of good wins. He's like, well, you're going to remember the losses more. And it's true. Great, great players. Great players. Remember those losses? I mean, it haunts them. Yeah, it literally haunts them, and yeah. it drives them. It does, and and that's what you Tackling learn. Fuel. That's what you learn, though, throughout mm-hmm. this series is these losses just drive the hell out of this dude to constantly feel like he needs to get better and maximize. Like, I mean, we talk about the rule changes allowing him to play till forty four, and he acknowledged that too. But he also kept his body in phenomenal shape. Oh, like yeah. he's he's maximized. Every part of him, like himself, to be able to to take advantage of that as long as he could. On his podcast, he he, he talked about like when he was twenty five, how he wasn't feeling right till the following Thursday. He's like, and I'm twenty five. It's like we're gonna have to do something. He's like watching film always easy for me. I watch it at home. I watch it all day. Went Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Saturday, Sunday morning. He's like, now lifting weights and all that other stuff didn't come as easy. I had to. I had to grind through that, but the whole, like the mental part of it yeah. w- was easy. It was the physical part <clears throat> that uh, was a real challenge for him. And he, but then you hear him like last year saying, if I retire, it's not because I don't think I can physically do it anymore. Uh-huh. It's going to be outside factors. 
Well, which, he, well, which, which pretty much is yeah, what it is. It's a, it's a family thing. You know, his wife's been very outspoken yeah. about wanting him to retire. And she's like, oh, she cringes every time I get hit. It's like, Tom, you, you know, the least hit quarterback yeah. in the league this year. Now, yeah. granted, you had that bloody lip. I was going to say, what do you think she said after that? I mean, oh. Man. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you go through probably that. So, so then you've got, like you said, the decade where they didn't win a Super Bowl, which – was, went to a couple, but didn't win them. Well, I mean, they went, yeah. but they still lost. Which yeah. we, we talk about this. We just talk about this with the Chiefs. Most teams, you know, most quarterbacks don't survive yeah. that ten-year window. He he's the only quarterback that that has ten years between a Super Bowl. I can almost say that confidently. Between a Super Bowl win mm-hmm. and oh, then yeah. comes back and wins multiple yeah. Super Bowls. So you know, I always used to hate on them because they dominated the weak AFCs, but. I mean, they grinded their way back to that, like, to, through that. I mean, mm-hmm. and then you get to, to me, what his his two defining moments. Number one, though, I always got three. Three. The first one is, to me, the Rams game, right? The, the, the initial, like, that first year with the run of the Rams. The second one is the Atlanta Falcons 28-3. In my mind, that was the moment the argument was. No like, other quarterback like, comes back. From that. Just, I mean, I just, I just don't. Like, I, you never. Something's got to go right, and he did. Elman making that catch. I mean, sometimes the ball's just got to bounce your way. It didn't even bounce. I know. I, see, I, I mean, I say that. Yeah. I say that because the it didn't bounce. But what I mean is, as in the saying, the ball's got to bounce your way, and it did in that particular moment. I've never seen – I mean, you, you can still watch it today. And having watched a ton of football, the ball still looks like it should be about to touch the ground. I still don't know how it happened. It's weird. It's like a Jedi when mind trick. everybody else gets tight, he's loose. Like – and not like loose in a bad way. He's calm. Loose in a focus. Yeah, way. oh, very much so. And, and so it's – to me, that's the defining moment. You'll, you'll well, hear on that deal where he – when he gets to that episode, he talks about when he got to – uh, the last drive, he, he he really doesn't remember it. He he said he got he got lit up literally on 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 like the ten yard line completing the pass. He said from there I was on autopilot. He said but there was no way I was coming out of the game. Okay. He said like so. I mean that's that's greatness. Like isn't that what you want to hear? Like I mean and he was probably what thirty nine years old at that point, well, like thirty eight. And, 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 he, and here's the deal too. And he he's even said this. He's the whole the whole thing with Belichick. And the grind of 20 years of of just being treated like every other player. And that's how Tom really – I mean, he wants to be one of the boys. But he's also the leader of the team. Mm. And when he feels the need, he's going to kick you in the ass. The structure. Tom Brady is a structure fiend. He loves it, lives for it. And you – and. What was, what was the third time after that? Is it the Super Bowl with Tampa? Yeah, that's, okay. that's what, and, we're, and we're going to get to that. Well, and, well let's see. That's where I want to go. Okay, with this, go ahead. Is you saw it this year towards going towards the playoffs? How he was dropping hints. Yeah. People got to do their job. You know, we 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 can't be no dumb penalties, none of this. All you know, it's like we need to get some more structure because he goes from from like Shawshank. Okay, to the golf club down here in Florida, and it's a lot loose, and it's good the first year. It's not as you know, it's not dark and gloomy yeah, and cloudy. Yeah. It's it's all yeah. sunshine and the beach, 
and they win because he comes in there and Arians even said he's like hell I let Tom coach half the time I mean because Tom is able to do that because he knows what needs to be done there's not a defense he hadn't seen all this and then you saw it this year where he kind of lost a little bit of the grip. They they won a title, yeah. and you could see he didn't have that other adult in the room yeah. to corral everybody. Yeah. And then also the whole family thing and, and the pressure from that. But you could just see that this year I think he was actually missing yeah. the structure yeah. that he had for that. 20 years. I can see that. Not, yeah, not having the good – and I, in essence – it's almost like a good cop, bad cop with him and Belichick. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and back to that point, too. So, you know, you've got him and Belichick. You know, you've got, you know, theoretically this partnership that's that's just – it works. And we talk, we used to talk about this all the time. Well, if, if, if you know, back in the day the argument was, well, if Aaron Rodgers played for the Packers or if this quarterback played for the Packers – I mean, sorry, for the Patriots. If this guy played for the Patriots, then, you know, Tom Brady wouldn't have that many Super Bowls either. I dude, the more I, I, you, I, yeah, yes. the, the more you find out about the Patriots culture and the grind it took to be that guy, eating that shit mm. in front of everybody so that they can follow every year, year in, year out, year in, year out for twenty years. Mm-hmm. That that takes a special kind of guy. No <laughs> like, way in hell. Does Aaron Rodgers? Absolutely no not. No way. Not Absolutely with not. the way he is. No, he's is way no too sensitive. Way. He's uh, way uh, too uh, sensitive. He could never do oh, it. Oh no. And we and that and that, I mean, the more you think about it, that's what I'm saying. The more mm-hmm. you really started to appreciate him mm-hmm. once he left, and you started hearing the stories mm-hmm. of what it's like to play at the Patriots. Damian Woody. They said, "What's it like?" He said, "It's like being in a dark tunnel for an entire season." He said, and. You think the light is at the end, but you're not sure. He said, but it is dark. And they were like, man, was it worth it? He said, well, of course, I got a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, like, that's how he looks at it. But I guarantee you this, if you asked him when he was in the damn tunnel, I don't know. Oh, I mean, it's like it's like, it's like like Lane Johnson. I mean, I know Phil ended up beating him. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I'd rather just win one Super Bowl and have, and have it be fun. I'm like, well, I don't know. Winning's pretty Fun. Well, and that's Tom Brady. I like know. that's Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care what river of to quote uh, to quote Shawshank. I don't care what river of shit I have to go through to get to the other side. Five hundred yards. I lie, Andy Dufresne. You see what I'm trying to say? Uh, <laughs> I will be washed clean at the end. Every season, year in, year out, being that guy. Holding that the psyche of that team together so that Belichick could be the taskmaster that he was, it, it takes a special kind of guy. And and it I don't know if there's another quarterback that realistically could have done that for 20 years. I really don't. You see, you see Mahomes and Allen, and you're thinking that's what great quarterback is. Tom Brady's greatness is not in the scrambling. Making the crazy throws, yeah. making the crazy plays. It's in everything else. Yeah. Leadership, grind, swallowing of ego. Yes, 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 yes. He Tom, is yeah. egoless. Yeah. Whatever it takes. If I got, if we got to go over the top to Randy Moss, or I got to, ch- I got to eat away at it four yards to Julian Adelman. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Quarterback sneaks. Yeah. 
I mean, ever, ever no, seen, ever nobody's seen Tom Brady? been better. Nobody ever nobody's seen Tom Brady flinch from quarterbacks. Name. Oh no! Well, I mean, God dang, he's the best to ever do I it mean, too. It, it, I'm just saying, man. Yeah, like, like what he you said. Care. Whatever is required of winning, mm-hmm. that is what I will do. And so, it, it just to me. He, I mean, to kind of add, you know, cl- like go back to that that whole uh, timeline progression. One of the best games I saw him play um, before he got to Tampa. And the game I think that is kind of forgotten is that AFC Championship game against the Chiefs. Like that was supposed to be the Chiefs coming out party. Well, it was supposed to be the passing of the torch. Uh, yeah, it was supposed That's to be the torch. It was. Yeah. it was supposed to be the torch. I mean, it, it was. It was supposed to be Ric Flair versus Sting. You see what I'm trying to say? And instead, he's like, No, 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 not yet. Nah, low blow. <laughs> no, 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 not yet. Low blow. Uh-uh. I'm still the dirtiest player yeah, yeah. in the game. Thank you for I still get done with like. Mm-hmm. And you saw him masterfully like walk his way through this game not make any like any critical mistakes keep the team in it keep them focused in one of the most hostile environments ever and make the plays that needed to be made to win that game i'm gonna make just enough first downs to keep this kid off the field i'm gonna make like i'm gonna eat this team up slowly because if we if we do it too fast they might come back on us like he played a flawless football game like we talked about um talking about Mahomes last week it was a very similar type situation, and I will never forget the celebration he had after that dude got in the end zone. Like he, he it was just he was because it was total focus. Like you saw it, you saw it the whole night. Like you're like, man, Tom Brady is this is this is not good for the Chiefs. Like Tom Brady is focused, and so that game, and then you get to Tampa, and you know he's gone through the whole Belichick breakup. You're you know that they're both secretly wanting to succeed first. Like it matters. Okay, like I don't care what anybody says, it matters. It's a it's a shortened no preseason for the COVID. Yeah, I forgot about no OTAs, uh, no, no OTAs, nothing. Well, I mean, well, Brady still got everything. Oh yeah, Brady still the helicopter thing. Oh, yeah. oh, you know what I forgot about the legacy? I, I mean, I'm going to go back to this real fast. Deflategate. Okay, uh, yeah. Deflategate to me showed his character. Like mm-hmm. you know, before he had been very rigid in the Patriot way. He tried not to say the wrong thing at the wrong time. If a reporter asked him a question, it's all about the team. Well, when it came time for Goodell to say, you're going to give me your cell phone, you got a monstrous F you. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you got a monstrous but very polite polite and direct F you. And it was like, well, we're going to suspend you four games. You know what he said? He said, fine. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, fine. And then got to the Super Bowl. And won it. And won it. And then had to have Goodell come back and give him the draw. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to me, that was that was the beginning of who you saw in Tampa Bay, where you got to see the character of the guy oh, at yeah. that point. Like, that, that was when he got real to me. I mean, his me. teammates got to see some of this in New England. Yeah. But you, 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 were, you were corporate at the, at the microphone. Belichick don't want nobody talking about it. He don't even want to talk. <laughs> I mean, that's just it. He doesn't want to talk. He's like, I don't need, we don't need these outside distractions. And, he, yeah, it was a looser environment. You got to see Tom Brady. People were like, okay, yeah, Tom's not just this statue of a person. Yeah. Yeah. He, and, <sighs> and you found out how cool he actually kind of is. And then he gets Tampa Bay. I, dude, I, and I'll tell you what, I, the, the argument should have been over when he beat Atlanta, but I had always held out hope, you know, that Rodgers would come through in one of these big moments. And last year he gets his big moment to, to take the goat out at home, you know, and he wouldn't have passed Brady in that moment, but he would, but winning that game is a big deal. Yeah. And so Brady comes out like, absolutely not. 
Like, do you know what I'm saying? Well, Brady didn't even play that well. He, he didn't play well in the second half. I know. But it was similar to the Chiefs game where he's yeah. like, I'm going to come out and jump right on you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see how you react to it and see if you're really on my level. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And that that's Brady. Like, he he's he is the best. He comes out prepared, focused, makes the plays he needs to make. If he doesn't have a good first half, he almost always had a good second half. If he didn't have a good first half, if he had a bad second half, he still usually mm-hmm. made the plays late in the game to win. <laughs> like, do you understand what I'm saying? So he he's he's the GOAT, man. There's 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 no debate. And about now it. now his career ends. And it ends, and he almost did it again. Almost did it again. You're down twenty-seven to three. Yeah. Now was he helped by some turnovers? Sure. But he capitalized on his opportunities. Opportunists. Got him. Tied. Stafford come back. Two biggest throws of his career. And it ends. And he walks away. And, you know, and you've heard from the men. He doesn't want to be watching the TV saying, I'm better than I, these I, guys. Yeah, I could have been better than that. But guy. the thing is, too. Is there is a graceful way of walking away and still being at the top of your game? Yeah. And because I don't want to see Tom Brady. Me neither, dude. Suck. Me neither. Dude. I really don't. Me neither. And I hated Tom I, Brady for a long time. Me too. And I think yeah. it was it was jealousy. Of course it was. Because he was. Damn it! They kept winning, well, and they just always and it wasn't around. Just that they were winning. It mm-hmm. was that he was willing to do whatever it yeah. took to win. Like you saw him and take. I, Less money. Oh, yeah. For probably 15 years, he was, like, ranked barely top 10 in quarterback pay just mm-hmm. because he was like, put the money back into the team. I want to be successful. Yeah. And and so you, we talk about this all the time with quarterbacks. Like, you know, Rodgers is into his MVPs, and he's into making sure he's the highest paid. At least he was a few years ago. Mm. He wanted to be the highest paid. Dak wants to be the highest paid. Like, the, these guys are into their accolades and they're competitive looking at each other and pointing at each other. Yeah, and saying he, he wasn't looking for the half a million dollars. It was never like man. that. He was like, I'm low-key, winning Super Bowls. Somehow that keeps me low-key, which doesn't make any sense. But well, I just think it was it winning, winning. Winning was always the main thing. It's the ultimate goal. It's, it's everything. It's the team. Yeah. It's not me. It's the team. And no quarterback has just has, has shown that emphasized it as much as Tom Brady has. And and part and part of the reason I, I, I can I can look back and, 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 and I think differently on Tom Brady is I'm older now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm older. Yeah. yeah. I've grown up and it's like, damn it. Respect the hell out of him. Yeah. Respect the hell out of him. You know, I mean never 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 I mean never really cheered for him for the Super Bowl last year. But <laughs> I mean I, I was. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady had six. I'm like, hell, what the hell's number seven? <laughs> Go get it, kid. <laughs> and so, well, let, me, uh, let me ask you this real fast because I've had the same thought, like, as far as appreciating and respecting greatness. Mm-hmm. I can tell you the players that did that, for, like, changed my perspective as far as you need to appreciate what you saw, right? Mm-hmm. The two players that did that for me because I couldn't stand them were Peyton Manning and Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Like, I hated both of those fools for a mm-hmm. long time and then you reach a certain point i can always tell you for kobe it was game four of the uh 2000 2007 or 8 nba finals first time he played celtics i remember he went up and touched the top of the backboard to get a to get a horribly thrown alley-oop he wanted it that bad and you could see it on his face as he jumped he was like 
it was he was totally locked in. I was like, damn, this guy's really good. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it wasn't 81 points. It was that. I was like, mm-hmm. shit, that guy's really good. <laughs> but, like, you know what I'm saying? And then for Peyton, I don't have a play. It was just more of once he, you know, as he got older, before he let, he got to the Broncos, you started to see the entire league emulating him as far as um, his cadences and his how he read the line of scrimmage oh, and, and his pre-snap work. Like, he literally changed the way quarterbacks play. And he was the dude that started that, like, to the level it got to. So so w- once I saw that with Peyton, I was like, damn, man, this guy, this guy's a big deal. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, and, and the pressure Peyton had to be a number one pick, going to the Colts, you know, struggled – in his fourth year, had a horrible season. Yeah. After after starting, real, I mean, no one. When you're when you get picked number one, you're going to a bad team. But you saw growth, and then struggle, and then he ran in to Tom Brady and yeah. the Patriots yeah. and all this stuff. And he just, you know, and you never you never heard him complaining. No man. I mean, he he, he stood it. up at the podium and he ate it. Yeah, he's he's I mean, unsalt. Seriously, he, he's and so to me, like you know. I mean, if Brady was that for you, then I, I get it. I, yeah. So my point is, is you know, you have to appreciate this greatness when it's around. Um, and, and Brady, we've been all very, you know, fortunate to get to watch this dude mm-hmm. for 22 years. I got dude. tired of him, too. I mean, I, mean, I, got, I, mean, tired. I got tired of him. I was of tired him. of him last year. When, and, when and he, then, but and I, was, I wasn't tired of yeah. him. I wasn't tired of him until the Rams won. When they, when they beat the Rams the second time, yeah. I was like, well, shit, man. Like I felt like anybody could have beat that Rams team because I, I honestly felt like they offensively they were if you took away the run game because we almost beat them that year in the regular season. Um, we had yeah. like two fumbles. Who was that who fumbled? Who was that running Ty back? Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery. Oh man! On the kickoff. Yes, fumbled yeah. the kickoff yeah, and blew it, the game. It, and then he he was bitching about it and got shipped off. Yeah, went yeah. to the Ravens. Never heard from him again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I say all that to say you know you have to appreciate these great players when that when they are doing their thing and Brady. Did his thing the longest. Uh, oh. He's he's the best of all time, and he can keep going too. He was your MVP. I I really I really respect though, because I remember Jordan saying that back in the day, like in '96 when they won, you know, seventy-two and ten. They were like, "You gonna retire? You know, getting close." It's because he had just come back, but he was in his mid thirties, mm-hmm. and he was. I remember him just saying, "Man, you know, I, I want to retire on top." He was like, "I don't want really to retire feeling like old and broke down." And then, sure enough, he retires old and broke down. Well, and, and he left and came back to the Wizards, and he should have never done it. Yeah, he shouldn't have. Now, granted, low key, Jordan averaged twenty five points a game for the Wizards, yeah, well, so he wasn't trash. Well, Michael Jordan. He just wasn't. It just wasn't the Bulls. Yeah. But you know, Brady goes out, you know, with a loss, but. What could have been an MVP swan song season, and I told you he carried that team more than probably the only other player close is Burrow. So, I mean, it's just a great, great run from you know from the greatest quarterback of all time, and and I don't think anybody will ever touch touch at least God, not at in least, my lifetime. At least the Super Bowl rings. I just unless something changes format wise. Hey, listen, or like these that. numbers. The more that it goes to a passing league and all that stuff, all the numbers are going to get surpassed. I would assume. Um. You still have to play a fairly long time, you know, because the thing, I mean, Brady's even talked about, like, the changes. He's like, you know, from the one-yard line, I'm not throwing touchdown passes early in my career. We're running the football. Yeah, I'm quarterback. We're doing so, we're Nah. We're not, the rules have changed, and you're going to see, like, stupid number. Like, Mahomes is probably, like, he's the fastest 10,000 yards. Yeah. And, of course, it's going to happen. Yeah. So, but the championships, the winning, what it, what it like, what it like really means to be the goat? I yeah, yeah. I mean, you you're gonna sit here and there. 
I don't, you're not, I don't, you, you won't see, I mean, you should never say never, but Mahomes going to win six more? Is it, Josh it, Allen going to win seven? It would be a miracle. Are they even going to win five? I, I don't even. Are they going to surpass Joe Montana? I, I'm telling you right I don't now, think I, so. I, I think, I think three is a magical number. Oh, sure. Uh, well, it puts, in, you, in, it puts you in a special class. Well, but I'm just saying from the standpoint of, you know, year in, year out, if you can pull out three Super Bowls, like, that's incredible. I mean, Brady. But here's the stat that really gets me. Okay. So he missed that one year. Well, 09, the ACL tear. Yeah. Okay. And then not including this year, this past year he just played. It's 20 seasons. Been to 10 Super Bowls. Yeah, that's insane. In tw- that's half, 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 half of his career he played in the Super Bowl. And he won seven of them. Yeah. And, and that is ridiculous. Not, okay, the, the fact he won seven, he went to ten. I mean, those ten. those he those are NBA Finals type stats. Like, it's much easier to get to the NBA Finals as a, as an, as a favorite. Than it is to get to a Super Bowl. Like getting to a Super Bowl is almost as tough as getting to the World Series. Like year in, year out is what I'm saying. Like repeating, getting back, getting the, like those are those are the two toughest sports to. We, and we talked about this extensively. Mm-hmm. Those are the two toughest sports to repeat in. Those are the two toughest sports to get there year in and year out. I mean, it, it just is what it is. And Tom Brady's played his entire career in free agency. It's 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 unreal. It's, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's remarkable. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like it's just and and it's and we took away from his from from every from him a lot for a long time by saying, oh well, if everybody else got to play with Belichick, mm-hmm. or if everybody else had this happen, yeah. or if everybody else had you know had this, if if, if, you, if you got well, to walk in with Teddy Bruschi and Willie McGinnis and you had all this, like you can you can sit here and nitpick, but then you find out later it's like mm-hmm. no that that guy had something else. Yeah, and early on. You could say he was he 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 was clutch in certain situations, but if that if they weren't such a good defensive team back then, they're probably they're not winning Super Bowls. But he continued to evolve with the game, and it was because of him. Yeah, that they not in spite yeah. of him. It was never in spite of Tom Brady. Yeah, he always he, pun intended did his job. Oh yes, and as he as the like you said as the game evolved. And as the team evolved, you know, Willie McGinnis, Teddy Bruschi, these guys get old. They start, you know, Mike Vrabel. The well, initial, it starts becoming an offensive player. Well, but also just the initial set of defensive leaders, as they start to go away, he is the link to continue the Patriot way, so to speak, to continue to push mm-hmm. and push and push and be there when guys are getting pushed. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know this. He's a professional athlete with egos. Like, if you're getting your ass chewed every day in, day out, like, you ain't sticking around for that. So there has to be a guy there to say, hey, man, we're going to be all right. It's gonna, we're going to make it work. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what we do. You see what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is what it means to be great. We got to get there. Somebody's got to be there to tell you that. I don't mm-hmm. care what they say. So it's, it's remarkable, man. Um, and, and like I said, I, I mean, I hate to sit here and just, you know, talk about how, how incredible the guy was for so long. But I, I just, I can't help but as, I, like, as we've gotten older, you, you you begin to see the strain it would have taken to pull that off and appreciate the greatness that, that you got to watch. Oh, yeah. So. I, he, I mean, and the, and the thing is, too, is will you ever see a coach-quarterback combo go for so long? 
because coaches are hired and fired now. And I mean, you know, I mean, Andy got Mahomes later in his career. I mean, I don't want to want to say never. And and the thing is too, when Brady left, is who's going to win the divorce? Who's going to win the divorce? Brady won a championship. We'll see if Bill ends up getting there. But the thing is, is and what I thought the whole time was, is they're never. Listen, okay, the you have to have the quarterback. Yeah. You but the coach is also important and he, I mean, we talked about how important it was for the structure and everything else and they needed each other. They are n- not as successful as they were without each other. Absolutely Period. not. Absolutely not. And, Period. And, and I mean because like you said, I mean, you know, the structure around him the first 7 to 8 years and then when it comes time for him, he's He's allowed to naturally grow into that role. Like, it mm-hmm. wasn't like, you know, Jer- Joe Burrow it had literally had it all thrown on his shoulders as soon as he walked in the door. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're asking him his hand size because they didn't know if he could handle it. Like, do you yeah. understand what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, he tweeted like, out, I'm going to have to retire because my little baby hand. I mean, like, it's it's yeah. real. So, I anyway, I mean, that's a joke. But the, the point is, is... He really tweeted that. I, no, I'm just saying in general. Oh. It's just, it, that's, it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. But... Anyway, the point is, man, is you just like you said they they were they were just the most successful tag team duo in uh, in professional literally in professional sports in professional sports. Kiker, um, next week we're gonna get into our Super Bowl picks uh, even more. Yeah. Um, but I really I want to have a Super Bowl greatest Super Bowl countdowns. I think we should have. I think we should have a top ten. I want to see where you stand wow. on that. Wow. Okay. I want to see where you stand on that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Top ten Super Bowls. Okay. Uh, next week we'll we'll do that and then and then talk some more about the Super Bowl. Okay. Man. All right. All right, guys. We should check us out on Spotify anywhere podcasts are heard. Man. See ya.